Good evening, listeners. It sure is a cold one. A perfect night for cuddling up near the fire. Feel its warmth. Watch the embers glow. Give it a quick poke as if that does something. Hmm, yes, that's right. It's on quiet nights like this one, when it's bitterly cold out, that even the most ardent party-goers stay in, leaving the streets empty. A perfect playground for all the ghosts and ghouls of the slanted hallway. Inch closer to those close to you. Put another log on the fire. You'd hate for it to go out. Is that a flicker in the lights? Oh, dear listener, I'd hate for you to be left lost in the dark on a night like this one. You know, Mr. Narrator, perhaps some of our listeners might prefer to be in the dark. Oh, and why might that be? Thank goodness you've asked. You see, many of our listeners are using inferior soaps, leaving their skin rough, blotchy, and generally unpleasant. Yes, that's right. Your awful pallor and craggly, uneven skin may be a result of your soap. Try new and improved Hibernia Washing Soap with the patented AG22 formula. It's equal parts bleach and a secret ingredient that rips dirty oils and moisture from deep within your pores. You'll be looking ready for Fashion Week the moment Hibernia makes contact with your face. Hibernia, the sting means it's working. Well, listeners, our friends on the other side of the slanted hallway may not care about your complexion, especially not the ones we follow in this week's Tale of Dread. This week, dear listeners, we are taken to a far-off wondrous place, a land where time stands still, rural Kentucky, coal country. It is in this paradise of horror that they do not wish on shooting stars to have their dreams come true, but rather look deep into the core of the earth, a land teeming with miners, getting closer to Tartarus with each swing of the pickaxe. It's dangerous work down there in the darkness of the mines, but fortunately for the miners, the work can fetch you a pretty penny. That's what attracted Landon Chesterfield, a fresh young safety officer, to journey into the Earth's crust. Little does he know that the Shackford Mining Company has burrowed directly into the slanted hallway. How was that? I think I stayed fairly to the point, as per the producer's notes. You young guns think you know everything. I'll remind you, I worked on Amos and Andy back when you were in diapers. Pardon? No, uh... Uh, um... The Slanted Hallway. You got a name? Aye. One as frilly as his hands are soft. It's Landon, sir. My father was a government man. The ambassador to Kenya. But I work for you. I'm here to make sure you haven't poisoned your own drinking water. Oh, welcome. Enough of this. We've got a mine to dig. Say, boy, you got any smokes for the way down? Aye, sir. All the way down. All the way down. So, tell me, boy, 
What does a safety inspector do? You don't swing an axe. You don't fetch the water. You don't haul big barrels full of coal from one place to another place. You just stand around watching hard-working men sweat for their dollar. You just stare intently, making your little notes, filling out paperwork, and reporting to management, do ye? That's exactly what I do, sir. Just as I suspected. Ambassador, son. That'll get your foot in the door of a middle market mining corporation. The first trip always feels the longest, but it's the first one up that's maddening. All that screeching and whirring, every second of it bringing you closer to the surface. Why, it can feel like an eternity passes with every second. I know what you mean. The Blair Mountain Mine is twice as deep as this one. Oh! You've been down before? Indeed, for training and certification. And then again for approving the continued dig at Blair Mountain. So then nothing I'm saying is new? No, this is kind of old hat at this point. Well, then... Certainly no one has described it in such a way as you have. It's nearly put a shiver down my spine. Good! Or rather, it ought to, boy. The mine is no place for green men. Maybe you've got more fancy training than any of the rest of us, but it won't come in any good at the end of this shift. Sixteen hours in the heart of the earth will change a man. Change him into his most primal self. Change! Oh, I won't be here for the whole shift. I'm just here to survey the new dig site. Count lanterns, stuff like that. Shouldn't be more than an hour. Be that as it may, your fancy training, your previous experience, your impeccable resume, your eight years studying geology at Stanford, they're nothing compared to 40 years, a thousand feet beneath the earth, 40 years of foreman, K-12 through educator, and senior counselor at Camp Black Lung on the Pond. The Weebelos thought they knew just like you. But they soon learned that they had nothing on me hard-learned expertise. Well, that's why I'm here. The upper management at Shackford has some real problems with the way you've been running things. To start things off, why are there all these children running around? Be it a mine, boy. Yes. Then it need be stocked tip to nuts with miners. How's the coal to move from here, under the teat of Gaia, to the foot of the sapphire throne of Jupiter, if it ain't got miners to strip it from the walls? Miners, with their little ravioli hands to load it ton after ton into... Right. And as far as the new dig, do you have any idea where it's headed? Deeper into the coal. Yes, but above it, on the surface. I care not for the world of the surface, boy. Here be my kingdom, here among the black-walled halls of the Mole King. Well, you're headed directly towards still Silver Water Lake. We have a real fear that the mine could become unstable, or that contaminants could enter the drinking water. Did you say Mole King? Aye, indeed. The King of Kings the leader of the greatest race known to man. 
The moles rule the underneath. They'll rule the surface once it all turns to inky black coal. Sir, I don't... The Mole King is the maker of coal, boy. He is the god of this place. The coal gives life, boy. It... If you have even a scrap of evidence... Look here, boy. This is just a black photo. Wipe the dust from it, you fool. Oh, sorry. This is just a black photograph. Aye, I forgot to use me flash. Matter of fact, that film's probably still good. Plus the light would be an affront to the Mole King. For every level of light ye have on the uppity side, there be an equal level of dark here, in the lowdown. Yes, it is much darker down here. You've said that many times. Dark, like ye've never seen, boy. Shades and grades, levels of dark, darker than the darkest dark ye ever not been able to see through. Let's just move on. I need to visit the site of the new dig, and if you're the only man who could take me there, then fine. I'll sit through your mythology, I'll weather your strange ways, but we're already behind schedule and I've got to get to that site. Then it shall be. To the new avenue of paradise. Here it be, boy. Here shall be the next great stretch of profit. From these very rocks shall a thousand fortunes be made and lost in the conquest of... What is this coming from the ceiling? It be the cistern pump. For some reason, it's easier to draw the water from up above than below. As I suspected, you've burrowed right under the lake, the very lake which you and your men have polluted. Polluted? What's polluted? All we've done is pour millions of tons of useless coal ash and sulfuric rock into it. Where it will sit, all the way at the bottom, where it can do no harm to none. Eventually. We hope. Not to mention the old batteries and bacon grease. None of them batteries had electricity left in them, though. What's polluted that lake is the sin of the lid lovers. That's it. I've seen and heard more than enough to know that you are responsible for the trouble this mine has been in. You've recklessly expanded into dangerous, unsurveyed territory. You've polluted a lake. You've hired hundreds of children. Sir, how long have you been running things this way? Forty-five years. Forty-five years in service to His Almighty Majesty, the Mole King. If you didn't have tenure, you'd be fired. I hope you're aware of that. Hear me now, boy. Hear me. I am guided by the power of the Mole King. Whenever I encounter dangers, whenever things get a little tough, whenever I'm just kind of not feeling like making a decision, I turn to his guidance. I follow his orders and his only for where to dig. For it is he who knows best where the coal lie. I've had more than enough of this. You're coming with me. You've got a lot of explaining to do. I have to explain not, boy. By the Mole King's bespangled nasal command, I plunge my axe. And by his grace, the coal will flow. You fool. The whole thing's coming down. Look here, boy. A priest. 
a rabbi, and an imam. All hear my company command. Watch as they kneel before their god, and know he will not hear them here in the realm of the mole. There you have it, listeners, a nightmare at 1,000 feet below. It's going to be hard to outpace this episode for terror. Why, you could multiply the frights in that cavern by 20 and still fall short of the crossbar erected by the slanted hallway. Frightening indeed. Almost as scary was being out and about in dirty old clothes. But you know, while few of our listeners are willing to parade around in greasy, ill-fitting clothing, they seem more than happy to go about with disheveled skin. Don't blame yourselves, friends. It could be your soap. Most commercial soaps simply move the dirt around in an inconspicuous place, leaving your skin covered in that streaky footprint of past filth. Not Hibernia. Its patented AG22 formula guarantees that you'll be looking your best at any time of the day. Hibernia soaps. Look for the little green box. Hibernia. The sting means it's working. Little green box, eh? While it may be of interest to our listeners, it's great big green stacks the Shackford Mining Company is after. Stacks of money, if I wasn't being clear. What they may not fully realize is that they've deposited their dollar's bill, dollar bills, their money, in the first bank of the slanted hallway. Their funds will be used to mortgage haunted houses. If I were them, I'd be a little more focused on my heart rate than my APR. Especially when you've got dividends on terror and have just taken out a CD in the amount of your mortal soul. Now let's journey back down the mine to the site of a collapse which has trapped our less-than-intrepid miners on the other side of the slanted hallway. Is... is everyone okay? I be, lad. Protected, of course, by the magic of the... Yeah, I get that. We need to get an account of survivors. Maybe see if there's a way out? What's more important is understanding if there's a possibility of further damage to the mine. It's just you and me, boy. You and me. Ignore that. Well, obviously not. Just here we have the folks sent down to bless the machines for this site. So there's a priest, a rabbi, and an imam all trapped together in a coal mine. So yeah, it's just us. Do you believe yet, boy? In the Mole King? Aye. No, what I believe is that you're responsible for this. You could have gotten us killed, like you did any man under those rocks. We've got nothing, no food, no water, no calcium for the lamps. We don't even have a radio. If we're lucky, maybe they'll send for us. Boy, let me tell you of the madness of the mine. It'll sink in sooner than you think. If it weren't for my powerful constitution, I too would have succumbed to it. 
It starts in small ways, a shadow in the side of your vision, and soon it progresses, till you're being followed by ghosts down every corridor. Let me ask you, boy, how long have we been down here? Five weeks? Two days? Do you even know? About 30 minutes. Tell me, boy, how long do these lamps on our heads last? Five weeks? Two days? They'll last a little while longer. Properly done. They can last a day or two. But I only had planned on being here a short time. Then soon, it will be dark. A darker dark than the darkest... Dark I have ever not seen. Yes, you said that. What you don't seem to understand is we have no tools for survival. The dark is the least of our worries. Oh, is it, boy? Do you know what it's like? Have you ever experienced coal mine dark before? Dark is dark. It'll be fine. No, boy. There be levels of dark. Many levels. The first is face mask dark. When you've got a bandana around your eyes, but the light still creeps in around the bottom. You're blind, that be certain. But you can still feel the warm embrace of light as it tries to sneak its way in. That's pin the tail on the donkey dark. Then comes the second level. The darkness of twilight. When the sun and the protective energy it brings begins to fade into night. When you can look out over the horizon and see the beauty of the battle. The last stand of day. You can watch it, boy. You can see the rolling cotton clouds splashed with red like rose water distilled through amber bead. Watch then, boy, as your wanton way is. Gaze upon that azure dais as dream of day succumbs to violet hazes and then falls the night. Darker with every second. Every moment the day, the beauty of it all, fading into inky nothingness. Then there's going to the toilet in the middle of the night dark. You know full well it'd be easier to just turn on the lights, but for some reason people just don't. Then comes dark, but on a street with street lights that are pretty far apart, so it's not super dark. But you know a little light wouldn't hurt. Then there's dark on a street without street lights, but the moon is full, so you can still see where you're going pretty good. Then there's being on a street without street lights, and the moon is full, but it be an overcast night, so it's just peeking out from behind the clouds. Then there be the seventh level, point two lumens. Then, boy, there's mine shaft dark, the darkest dark that ever darked dark dark. There be about eight levels of dark is what I'm getting at, and we be just a few short hours away from that if the flicker in your cap is any indication. Listen, old man, you may not like me, but I know what I'm doing, and I've seen darkness. You don't know madness till you've seen man tear itself apart in combat. There's nothing quite as dark as seeing the moon blotted out by the ash of a burning village. Listen here, boy. A burning village gives off a lot of light. That's like a three and a half on the scale of darky dark. You think yourself a tough, do ye? I'd casually read a scary story by such luxurious illuminations. 
that'd be a welcome sight to someone who's been squinting so long he doesn't even know he's squinting any longer. Well, fine then. We'll have it your way. We'll see what's darker. No, boy! Now you've done it. Coal mine dark. Drink it in, boy. The darkest darkness in the world. Let it penetrate deep into you till you're one with it. Each moment you sit in it, you come closer to the lap of the almighty Mole King. On the up and up, sure you have blue skies and green pastures rolling into the horizon. But down here, there be no horizon. Just the infinite expanse of darkness. Do you remember where we agreed to pee? It doesn't matter, boy. And plus, we just pee directly into the lake. I knew it! What was that? What do you think it be? I'll tell you what it is. That's the rescue team. You may run one of the worst mines in the state. Your safety crew was impressive. Not if they're on lunch. They get an hour. Sometimes longer. If there's a long wait at the commissary... Uh, tell me, what day is it? Wednesday? Aye. Salisbury Steak Day. The longest wait of all. We'll be lucky to get out of here by two, maybe even three o'clock. But they're coming. I know it. Well, boy, that's three o'clock. Come and gone. They must be serving mozzie sticks as a side. There's a chance they went to Betty Lou's diner, a fine place for a ham steak, but a leviathan of a weight. I tells you, boy, a coal-mining man can put down a hundred twenty mozzie sticks to a man and... What was that? Mozzie sticks? It's, it's fried cheese. Mozzarella, you fool. No, in your hand. What was that? Ain't ye know a match when ye sees one. How long have you had those matches? The whole time. You're joking. Tell me, boy, do you see a mahogany host station? Do you think we'd be in a cigar bar? If I knew where you were right now, I'd beat you half to death. I haven't moved. It's no use. We haven't heard the crew in hours. We're going to die down here, light or no light. Here, boy. A moment in the sun to die on. Thank you, sir. You know, if we're not getting out, there's something that's been weighing on me. Out with it, boy. Tell me all about how you cheated on the SATs. It's a little worse than that, I'm afraid. You know, I've never been a God-fearing man, but something about all this, about your talk of the Mole King, all those religious men being crushed, it's got me thinking. I've got to make peace, I suppose. We've all forgotten to wash our hands in the past. You know I'm no hero. We've all worried about missing our res at the diner and decided to just drive the waste truck directly into the lake? And sure, you have to watch your co-worker drink from it, but... You're the worst foreman I've ever met, and I can't be mad at you. Not with what I've done. See, back in the war... The Great War? I ain't as old as you. The Second Great War? Korea? Were ye an advisor in what I feel to be the first phase of American involvement in Vietnam? No, it was back in Kenya. I was involved in the Mau Mau Uprising. There's three sides to every war, Goodwin. 
the rebels fighting for freedom, the dictator, and then number one. That's who I was looking out for, old number one. We were five days outside of Nairobi, held deep in a rebel pocket. We had captured a rebel sergeant. I stripped down and took his uniform. Then, I said I had to take a leak and just left a grenade in the middle of the room. Didn't think I'd blend in so well with the enemy. Every day I look at that medal I got for killing all my friends. Every day I think about how most of the rebels were forgiven, status quo antebellum, and I think about how we all would have lived. Mole King's ghost. Hey, but when am I ever going to Kenya again? Feels good to say it out loud. I feel better now. I can die happy. Hello, how are you doing? We're the Swedish National Coal Mining and Dog Sled Team. Sorry to enter into this mine. Do you have any idea where to it is we have dug? Shackford Cabin Creek Mine, West Virginia. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. We've been trapped for hours. Thank God you're here to save us. Hey, that's going to be a big no from us. I'm afraid we really weren't supposed to be here. We mined all the way from Sweden, and our permits aren't even good in Norway. Uh, whipsie daisy. Uh, good luck. Adieu. Come on, men. Back into the long boat. Let's go, dogs. Well, there be your avenue for escape. Whips, let's just build this back up. That be our last chance, boy. Hear now the sounds of the Mole King. There is no Mole King. That was a miracle we just witnessed. Our one chance at being saved just bricked up the way out. We are going to die down here, cold and alone, in the darkness of your own idiocy. Don't you understand that, old man? That's where you're wrong, boy. If you believe in the Mole King, he'll come to your rescue. Why does he think I lived so long despite me recklessness? I believe in his power. I feel it flow through the walls of this mine. I live by his will, and I shall not die until he wills me to death. Believe, boy, face the fact that that scratching on the other side of the wall be his dirty claws, or be consumed like a worm by the hungry maw of the Mole King. He is blind to the non-believers, but will always come to the salvation of those true to his will. Now or never, boy, proclaim your belief. Shout it into the abyss that ye have devoted your life to him, or die here, crushed beneath his velvety black fur. You're crazy, old man. Then die! Die like the comrades ye slaughtered. Die here! at the bottom of the world. I, I, I believe, I believe in him. I believe in the power of the Mole King, and by his grace, I wish to be freed. Free me, Mole King. Oh, uh, hello. Did I hear you boys talking about a Mole King of some kind? Yes, and by your grace we are saved. That ain't the Mole King, boy. Uh, no, I'm no king at all. Hi, I'm candidate for Georgia's 14th senatorial district, Jimmy Carter. 
See, I was tending to my peanut farm, and well, I must have pulled up the biggest peanut I ever saw. The hole was so big, I wanted to fill it in from the bottom. And now I'm here. Thank you, Mr. Carter. There's no need to thank a farmer for doing honest work. It's what living off the land is all about. Say, aren't you the Kenyan ambassador's son? No, I'm the foreman of... He means me, and yes, I am. Well, then I wanted to thank you and your family for the fine service they have done this country. The same kind of service I intend to provide for the state of Georgia. I sure hope that once we're out of this here mine, I can count on your votes come November. Of, of course, course, Jimmy! Well, dear listeners, was there a Mole King? Was it all the insane theory of a mind deranged by years in the dark? I wonder what other creatures might lurk beneath our feet. You know, dear listeners, it's not so much the monsters we see that frighten us. Rather, it's the ones we make in our own minds. And look at that. The end of the episode. The sun has fully descended from the sky, and soon you'll be left in the dark, off on your way to bed. I hope no terrors creep into your mind just before you fall asleep. A special thank you to the Atlanta Broadcasting Corporation for use of their studio this week, and to a Mr. James Carter for providing the snacks. Tune in next week when we return to our regular studio, but with some very irregular tales. Listen as a boy gifted with special mind powers frightens his whole town into thinking it's two in the afternoon, so everyone feels like it's too late to start anything new, but not late enough to really have the day be over with. The whole town is trapped in perpetual mid-afternoon malaise. The whole thing turns out to be a metaphor for consumerism. But not the kind we do, the kind other people do. The people you judge out of the corner of your eye. But that will have to wait until next week. Good night and sweet nightmares. How do you like that, sweet nightmares? Like a play on sweet dreams, but scary? Obviously turn the mic off.